it's been a while, um, but I'm delighted to say we are joined once again by the man who has travelled poss- possibly even more than Phileas Fogg. It is Fergal O'Keefe and he's with us for Travel Tales of Fergal once again. Fergal, how are things? Hello, great to see you. Likewise. First time this year. Yeah, are you keeping well? Have you been abroad much or anywhere at all that we should, will make us jealous? No, I haven't been abroad, but um, yeah, I have to say it was nice in January. I, I, we're kind of doing a kind of list today because a lot of the stuff that I get in emails and stuff from various are like tips for the year and trends and all things like that. So it's it's all every year. It's always interesting every year as well to kind of see what the new tips and trends are compared to other years. It's funny, the further we get away from COVID times, at the, I remember we were talking about this around the times when when things just started to open up, it was just about whether people would travel and now it's sort of how many are travelling and, you know, so it's interesting to see the sort of changes each year. Yeah, very, very true. And uh, the, certainly the aviation industry, uh, long since up and running and, and thriving and uh, one airline that is thri- <laughs> it feels like it's always been thriving as Ryanair uh, they're celebrating a big anniversary this year does that mean that Michael O'Leary and co are being a bit generous uh, to the public well I mean the, the, his, if he was here I would say he'd probably say that he's always generous with the public <laughs> as soon as I said it I thought he'd say my ah, flights for nine ninety nine. how much more generous do you exactly. want me to be <laughs> Like it's it's actually their fortieth anniversary, so it's it, it feels like they've been here forever as well. When you kind of go fortieth anniversary, they're not that um, old either. You know, I mean, they've totally changed the landscape of travel, and people like to kind of trash them or give out about them, but everybody uses them. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I mean, this summer they're going to be flying. 2,600 routes across Europe. They're saying for their 50th anniversary by 2034, they'll be flying over 300 million passengers a year, which is quite an amazing number. And, you know, not only is it throughout Europe now, but I know they've done a deal in Morocco where they're doing internal flights, even in Morocco and the connections. And where they're brilliant is, is bringing you to parts of countries off the beaten track. Every year, I always say this, you know, to check out the new routes that went Ryanair because, you know, they're, they're often places that are less touristy. So, you you know, you get great welcomes, you get great, uh, often the prices for new routes are cheap because they're not as popular and um, they're the ones I always recommend. And it's funny because as part of their sort of 10th anniversary, they, they put out their top 10 flights from Ireland and it's probably very predictable in a way. You know, number one is London Stansted, which you can imagine. Number two is Manchester, three Edinburgh, four Birmingham, Birmingham, five Liverpool. So five top five are the UK, then Faroe, Portugal, seven is Malaga, eight is Amsterdam, nine is Alicante, Spain, and ten is Bristol, which is the only kind of one that I wouldn't have predicted. So it's interesting because you can see from that list one how amazingly popular the UK is from Ireland but then the classics of um, Alicante, Malaga and Faro are so popular and part of you always wonder is like you know is it the popularity also to do with the, the level and the number of flights because all of those destinations would have flights out of Shannon and generally out of Shannon, Cork and Dublin and a couple of flights daily even for a lot of those so you know I always wonder which comes first the chicken or the egg but it's interesting that that those um, are are the top 10 and that's why you know I always say going to places that aren't 
sort of generally new new routes and also places that are off the beaten track because you'll, you'll always get a better price because if you look at Faro, Malaga, Alicante, say, during the summer, they're often... Um, very expensive, you know. Actually, I know yeah. my, my son was booking a flight last night in August to go to um, to Alicante, and it was like it was over three hundred euros return for, for for August. So you know that that's what people. Yeah, you know, I always say that. So to go to places that are are off off, off the beaten track and. Reiner haven't actually announced yet their all their new routes. So keep an eye out. I'd say in the next week or two, Reiner will announce their new routes from Cork and from Shannon and from Dublin. They've already announced uh, that they're flying to Rhodes Island in Greece and Zadar in Croatia from Cork. And we're waiting to hear about Shannon and, and Dublin and hopefully a few more because that is where you, you get value. Like last year, I went to Dalaman in Turkey, which seems to be coming extremely popular and I noticed Aer Lingus now they've announced a couple of new routes and they're flying to like um, to Crete but they're also now going to also be flying to Delaman in Turkey and Catania in Sicily and um, I would really uh, recommend that the Delaman in Turkey around all around there's loads of, I went to a few places but there's loads of places the turquoise coast in Turkey so Ryanair and Aer Lingus are now flying there and Catania in Sicily if anyone saw the um, the the last Indiana Jones movie, they'll know there there's some there, there was some of it was filmed around that area. So that's another area that um, I would really recommend. But to keep an eye out, and then another thing to keep an eye out actually is the Fairfinder on um, the Ryanair website. So that's a great thing if you if you're if you're open to where you're going to go, which I think people should always be as open, and you have a rough idea about where you're going. It's a brilliant, it's under the tabs on the top, it's on the website and it's not on the mobile app, but it's on, if you use it on the desktop or it's not on the app, but it's on the mobile site or the desktop site. And if you go up to plan and then you go into Fairfinder and you can just put in your budget, you can even put in just say the month and you can even, if you want to, you can put in the type of holiday. You can put in like family or beach or nightlife different categories and it'll tell you oh and you pick your airport where you're going from to say you pick Shannon or whatever and it'll tell you all the the um, destinations and um, for for that price range so it's an amazing thing if you know when you want to go but you're open to places like I just put in February from Shannon just to see and like out of that top 10 three of them were 15 euros one way so they're, they're all UK flights or I same I did the same for Cork Airport and there was 12 fares all for under 15 euros uh, each way which is brilliant so that's that's one that I would always recommend people if they're open to where they're going um, it is a brilliant brilliant uh, thing to have or also then the other thing I'd recommend to people is just to keep an eye and look at airports and check the routes generally they list all the routes so if you like whether it's Dublin or Cork or Shannon or or knock you know you, you can actually there's often airlines we always just think about Aer Lingus and Ryanair but there's loads of other airlines like for instance um, JetBlue 
they're starting to do flights now to the US during the summer. And again, any new airline that's coming into the country, you'll always get um, great value for that. So I would really recommend that. And even like Bristol, you know, that which was in the top 10, I thought it was interesting. And just say if you did go there, that's a great kind of as a student city. I think we've mentioned it before. It's a great one. And they're doing the thing at the moment. Banksy is from there. And there's actually, you can do like a street art tour around the city of all the Banksy art and get the history and that I haven't done it myself now but I'd love to do it because it's supposed to be amazing so that's you know as a weekend away it is it is a great one so um, I'd really recommend those and just to give you another example you know we're talking about off the beaten track um, Reiner last week I was at a, at a conference with all the different international tourist boards and there was lots of different things but one thing that um, I was talking to the person from Malta and they were saying and I just looked it up there now last week she was saying it was 20 degrees there now and I looked it up and it's like 18 degrees in Malta so same as everywhere else they're trying to encourage people to go but for a year round if you want a little break a uh, little and it's such a small island that it's a great one from the point of view of and it goes from Shannon it's a great one for a couple of days away and even just say in March it, the flights start in March again from Shannon but you you know it, it could be it could be in the 20s there which is could be like summertime in Ireland so that's something I'd really recommend for people Definitely. And, uh, you know, going at times, like as you mentioned, which was on earlier on, paying over 300 to go to Alicante, going at times of the year where it'll be less busy and getting better value. And do you know what I'm saying, talking about the, the every year there's different trends and they call, so the, one of the top trends this year, they called it um, the colder shoulder, which is basically going off season. And this is actually not to do a price, but it also, you know, if you go off season, you'll always get a much better price. But now the reason why it's the top trend for 2024, and it's actually something that we've been talking about since the summer, is the weather. So what it was like there, you know, throughout Europe during the summer, going into the 40s. So now people are starting to look. I mean, if you've got kids, you're going to be restricted about being, you know, when you can go during the summer. So still the majority of people go during the summer and then you're stuck with when you can go. But if you're able to go, saying this is going to be a trend it was interesting like click and go they did um a survey i kind of take this with a pinch of salt because it's, they're saying like 23 percent plan to travel uh, between january and march 40 percent from a- april to june 30 percent july to september and 11 percent october to december and that that was in the uk but I, i'd still go I would say a majority of people will go during the summer. But if you can, to go, they call it the cold shoulder, which is the, the seasons like outside of the July, August, which is the peak season. So you can go even in June, the prices dramatically change. Or if you can, if you go um, in, in September, and I've noticed like islands like Ibiza, like their season always used to, it used to be like June to September. Then it became like May to October. And now last year, and again into this year, all the big clubs and places like that are actually opening up in April and going, the closing parties of all those now are going into November. So that's, you know, they're extending their seasons because of the the weather that, you know, it's it's lasting much longer. And that's the other thing around April, May, the weather, you know, it's, it, it's bearable. And another trend then, you know, is also people going to destinations and um, 
where it's a little bit cooler and that's something that we talked about so whether it's going up to Normandy or it's going to you know even even the coast in Holland and places like that or northern Spain those sort of places are we would see people will start to look at those sort of places because they're a little bit cooler then you know like I'm I'm ignoring what I'm in here because I'm going I'm going to uh to Provence, I'm flying in from Shannon, flying into Marseille in July into August. And again, I was at this thing last week and I was talking to people from Provence and I was kind of asking them, I, I think I was saying last time I was on, I was saying I was, I was looking to book a, a villa and they don't have air conditioning. I was sort of going, how important is air conditioning? And they were sort of, they were look, I, I'm, she was going uh, fairly crucial, you know, <laughs> then temperatures can get up to 40, but I'm Ooh. still, I'm still going those old buildings it's a real old building with old stone walls and I'm kind of going that's natural um, air conditioning so I'm still sort of thinking I might I might hang in there and then I'll let you know in August if if I get managed to get any sleep at all in one of those places because a lot of those places in, in, in France they don't actually have air, have air conditioning or I even typed in you know, places with air conditioning and prices dramatically went up you know so, so that'll be um, an interesting one you know yeah, as you say, look, there'll be a certain level of coolness brought by the um, uh, materials of the buildings and maybe just bring one of those, you know, um, fans that you can just uh, press a button and get it to spin yeah. in front of your face and just have it on all night. I don't know, but sure, look, uh, it's, a, it's a nice problem to have, isn't it, Fergal? That's for sure, exactly. going to Provence. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us and the listeners, it's a phrase uh, that I wasn't familiar with before, dupe destinations. Well, what does exactly. that mean? Or, or me. <laughs> so, <laughs> supposedly, supposedly it's, it's a TikTok, TikTok trend, which is, it's like um, dupe is sort of, so it's for, it's it's sort of um, own label brands versus, you know, actual brands. So like duping something. And now it's a thing for, which again, when I, last week when I was talking to all the different tourist boards, they were all on the same mantra. And it's to get away from the, you know, they, like just say, for instance, with Portugal, they're they're not like pushing um, the Algarve. They were pushing like the regions in behind the Algarve, or you know, er, everyone is now pushing that. And I suppose it's similar. You see that in Ireland, where they the push the Midlands, etc. It's to get away from the overcrowding, and it's become a major issue. For instance, Amsterdam have stopped going to all these kind of. There was no one there from Amsterdam at this event because they've stopped going because they they near they have over tourism. So like Barcelona is the same um, Marseille where I was going that they were starting to like people were vandalising doors and putting um, paint and stuff on the doors of Airbnbs last summer to stop people like going into the centre of the cities so there's a bit of a backlash with locals about overcrowding but also from the point of view of um you know, demand. It was something that started during COVID times where actually people wanted to get away from the busy destinations. It was a trend I was talking about a few years ago, but at a different name. And it was to get away from the crowds, you know, because just say bookers.com, they had a survey and it was like 56% of people say they want to get to explore off the beaten track. But again, it's like I keep saying to go to those destinations, but to get away from the, so in other words, you go to like, just say it's Greece, you go to somewhere like Paris Island instead of uh, Santorini, which is absolutely packed or you, you know I was actually talking some the other day that's gone to Perth on a holiday and that's you know go to Perth rather than go to Sydney or to go to Liverpool instead of London so it's to get so dupe is to get away from those big cities and that's definitely and not only do you get away from the overcrowding but from the point of view of access and tourism and that's for everything including car hire 
flights, the accommodation and the welcome that you get people. It's so much more. So that's something that it's a trend that, you know, I've, I've seen happen over the last few years. But again, um, it's going to continue. Yeah, and that that's uh, actually an interesting concept. Yeah, the likes of Amsterdam, it was only there once, but it was absolutely teeming with tourists, and that's yeah. going back 15, 16 years ago. Uh, the mood managers, uh, Fergal, what, 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 that's to do with hotels? Yeah, I like, I like this one. So there's a hotel in Dublin, the Hard Rock Cafe, and they've got a guy called Joe Balance, and he's called a vibe manager. So he he does things like you know if if you like if you're interested, like you you stay there, you can get like a, a tune guitar brought to your room, or you get like playlists, you know, uh, like in the in the hotel. Uh, like Asher Cashville have a guy they call him an experienced man- manager his famous guy called Owen Warner so he can organise like you know you, you go and you visit, m- visit local artists local craftspeople local artisans I know the Cashville Palace which last week just got a, a Michelin star you know they've got a guy there who does the same thing he can organise like you know uh, horse riding and picnics in the local area and things like that so they call them like mood managers now in hotels to, to create a vibe so yeah I like I like the sound of that one yeah, that, that's a great job to have, isn't it? Like that must be, it must be isn't good it? fun. Isn't it exactly? <laughs> we move from mood managers to something that sounds more serious though group therapists I know, and it's it's basically it, it's like family. And it's actually something. I mean, this again was a trend that they said after COVID was going to happen. And it's basically connecting um, with families, it's multi generational or skip generational, skip generational, or grandparents traveling with grandkids or multi generational. I thought it was a funny one. It was in the UK, Sterling Bank. They had a survey and it said forty two percent of adults are planning to take a trip with their parents, partly partly due to rising costs. So I read, <laughs> to me, when I read that, that's, that's not, you want to, you want to travel with your, I know this with my kids, that you don't want to travel with your parents because you want to travel with your parents, you're traveling because they're paying for it, you know, so. <laughs> Love is in the air, huh? say it's, Exactly. So they say it's like multi-generational and it's, you know, traveling with your family, but I'd say it's to do with the cost, but also. I noticed actually when I was in Kalkan uh, in Dalaman during the summer that, uh, all around me, the, the villas there, it was multi-generational. Like you could see that the families, it was grandparents, it was like cousins, because there were huge villas. So people, and it's actually, you can get these amazing villas with pools, etc. But it actually runs out like really reasonably priced when you do that, when you get a bunch of people together. You get it for great value. So that that's basically and, and another one actually, I mean it's not just families. Another thing that's become really popular is like going with groups. So whether it's it's walking or cookery or yoga, and that's a great one for a one I didn't put on is solo traveling, and that's great for that. And actually that kind of goes into the other one is slack packers. So a big thing, um it's growing all the time. And again, last week I, I met a couple of companies that work on the Camino and they do that. They 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 as you you as you walk, they move your bags for you. So you're just walking with a day pack. And actually, groups like um, uh, Magic Hill Holidays they do that on the Wicklow Way and the Dingle Way in Ireland. So that's something I think that's going to grow now. Is it's a great way of doing like walking holidays where they book the the hotels for you and also bring your bags from place to place. 
the uh, last travel trend is travelling off-peak, which uh, I think we all understand and is really advisable, particularly, as you say, if you want to go somewhere in Spain like Alicante and it's costing your son 300-odd quid, uh, picking a time okay. of the year when you can save a few quid and if you can't convince your parents to go with you and pay for you, uh, you'll definitely have to travel off-peak. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, and another, if, if you can travel off peak, but also combine it with just say during Easter, if you can go like say on a holiday like for a longer period, like for a week, over a week, you can, and you can get the the Easter holidays in as part of that, but not come back say on the bank holiday Monday or the Tuesday, you you then not only are you travelling off peak, but you're also using less work days. So it's a great one. Like just say when I'm going in August, you know, like if if you're coming back, um, I'm taking in the bank the bank holiday. Monday so you're, there's less days there so it's it's a great one from my view if you only a set number of days for work so if you're able to go at Easter but go for over a week but also not just go like on the Saturday the big thing is not going Saturday to Saturday so go for go for five days or go for nine days or ten days so I always do that was when you're looking just to be flexible because if you can come back on the travel out on a on a Sunday or travel out on a Monday and come back on a Tuesday you'll always, the fares are always so much better. Even I was looking there before I came on Shannon to Malta the start of March and like the flight was like 200 euros going out on a Saturday but then going out on a, on a Tuesday it was like 35. So you get great cost savings doing that. And also travel compare revs, websites like, you know, the, the three that I use are like Travel Zoo. Um, I use Holiday Pirates and uh, SecretFlying.com, TravelPirates.com and TravelZoo. And they, particularly to Holiday Pirates, because they go through all the, the, the websites, including like Skyscanner and Kayak, and they will look at the best fares. And if you're willing to look, you know, they'll look at packages for you. And if you're willing to do like things like all-inclusive, like I saw a mad one the other day where a guy was looking at a month all-inclusive in um, Italia in Turkey and it was coming out at 990 euros so his he this guy lived in Manchester and he was like going his rent it was less so he, he so he was going if he goes to like Turkey for like a month it would cost him less all inclusive including all meals drinks everything for a month then if he was living in Manchester having to pay his rent and you know uh, electricity and food so he was, there, he was going maybe I should just move move there for a year you know and work out cheaper and needless to say I, don't get me wrong Fergal I love Manchester I've been there many times wonderful city <laughs> for sport music and much more besides but my god the weather is nearly as worse there than it is here so there's no comparison between there and a month in Turkey that's that's exactly what that guy did it was, it was a TikTok that I saw and the guy like shunned the, put the camera out the window and it was like people walking down the street with their umbrellas like blowing away in the, <laughs> in the wind and the rain so he was saying but you know that one I would really recommend holidaypirates.com or the other one is Secret Flying dot com where you can pick it by continents and it's great and they also have sections where they have past deals so you can look at what other airlines and places used to do and recommendations so they're 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 ones that are really worth if you have time and and you're willing you're open to going off season like i said by traveling off peak they work a treat they're really worth doing uh, and three great ones there and you have actually answered the prayers of a listener who texted us in on 086 964 uh, asking what is the website that Fergal is advising for cheap flights and holidays so travelzoo.com uh, holidaypirates.com and secretflying.com are the three best ones uh, to go for there 
Of course, uh, we name this section after your podcast, Travel Tales with Fergal. Uh, season six is underway and uh, you're speaking to a great guest, one who we've had on the show before, Damien Brown, who um, undertook a small challenge. Sure, he only rode solo across the Atlantic Ocean from New York to Galway. <laughs> Yeah, and so that first episode is out now. It actually just came out last week. So if people want to, they can go to that. It's on all podcasting platforms, Travel Tales with Fergal. And Damien, actually, I didn't realise it until I interviewed him, but he was my first guest. I'm on season six now, and he was my first guest of season one. My very first guest was Damien. And and that was when he had rode across the Atlantic in the opposite direction. And since then, I've interviewed him a few times where he's, I think, twice he's tried Everest and... Now he did this row and he's been doing a tour around the country, man versus ocean, about that row from New York to uh, Galway. And uh, he's and I was asking him about um, his next plans and he said he'd, he'd give me an exclusive. He's going to announce it in November. What, it, what is the next? I knew he'd have to have another adventure, but he's an amazing character. So um, I'd really recommend people to um, to to listen to that and the next time I'll be on I'm interviewing a guy hopefully this week who is from Ennis I won't say who he is but he's been an amazing character an adventurer that I don't know if people will know about him but I'll tell you all about that next time because the guy's had an unbelievable life Wow, you're an awful tease, Fergal. I must say, I'm looking forward. To, I'm looking forward to hearing what Damien is going to do to top uh, what he did uh, so, rowing solo across the Atlantic. Maybe travel solo to the moon or something like that. But uh, all all will be revealed <laughs> in good time. Look, it's great having you back. Uh, I know the listeners love uh, hearing your advice. And uh, if you ever have any questions for Fergal, like our listener there, send them into us no eight six eighteen hundred nine six four, or you can get in touch with Fergal through his presence on the various social media channels. Uh, Fergal, I know you're going to enjoy this song choice that we're going to play now. But uh, thank you for joining us and uh, we look forward to speaking to you again soon.